Welcome to I Thought I Was Over This. I'm your host, Dr. Kimber, a licensed clinical psychologist, trauma healer, and fellow life journeyer. Every episode, we dive into the science of humaning. And whether you find yourself feeling like you've just hit an iceberg and don't know where help is coming from, or you're ready to trade in your raft for something bigger, you aren't alone. Grab what you need, get comfortable, and let's do this. I am so grateful that you are here today for another episode. We are shifting gears. Know that social media is a hot topic in the mental health world, and I thought I might as well interview my kids to find out what their thoughts are. So I have Eden and Elisha with me, and they are going to introduce themselves. Take it away. My name is Eden, and I am going to be a sophomore in college. Hi, my name is Elisha. I'm going to be a freshman this year. In high school. In high school, yeah. Fantastic. Great. We want to talk about social media. What are the devices that you use? I use my phone. For probably all of my social media, I have Instagram, Snapchat. I used to have TikTok. Why don't you have TikTok? Because I deleted it. (laughs) What was your reason for deleting TikTok? My reason was because it takes up too much time that I could be doing other things. So I found myself getting super distracted instead of doing my homework. Got it. It's too easy to go down. Just the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole of TikTok. Fantastic. I'm curious why you deleted TikTok over Instagram and Snapchat. Any reason? I feel like TikTok is just just scrolling. I guess that's Instagram too, but Instagram feels more social and I've had it longer. So I wasn't really getting the super social part on TikTok. I didn't post any videos or anything. I would just scroll through. Got it. And it was just those videos and it wasn't like seeing what my friends are doing or something like that. Okay. Makes sense. How about you, Elisha? So I I mainly use social media on my phone now. So I really only have like three social medias. I use Instagram, Snapchat, and then also Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, I mainly use my Discord on my computer, but I still have it on my phone. And you just got a phone. Yeah. You have not had a phone. You haven't had a flip phone. You haven't had anything that allowed you to call anybody else until now. What did you do to connect with people? Oh, before that? Yes. Well, I mainly couldn't. So there's that. But I did have Discord, so I did connect the couple of people, and then yeah, that was the main way I'd connect. And How I made. How did you connect with them? Discord? Oh, yeah, through Discord, and I made quite a few online friends, and we connected through Discord. Okay, and you had an iPad, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna assume that you made your own choices around not downloading apps on that for socializing. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I didn't have Snapchat on my iPad. But you had Instagram. Yeah, I did have Instagram, but I would mainly just ask people to send me their pictures <laughs> and post from there. <laughs> and was there a reason you made a choice to not get on 
with your iPad? What were your thoughts about that? I don't know. I just kind of accessibility was probably a big reason because like you can't really like take pictures, especially with Snapchat, which where it's basically just taking a picture, adding text and stuff. You can't really do mm-hmm. that with the iPhone very easily. That is. And so it was kind of just like accessibility. And for you, Eden, we have not, as your parents, overseen your social media use for several years now. How do you put parameters on it? You've told us a little bit about deleting TikTok, but how do you approach social media? I think there, I've deleted my social medias a few times, especially during quarantine. I think I was using them in unhealthy ways. So just making sure that's not taking up too much of my time. What are the signs that it's unhealthy for you? What What are those parameters that you look for? Well, it's, if it's like causing me to be like unhappy or like with Instagram, like comparing myself to others, like and putting unrealistic standards on myself, then it's like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> time to delete it. It's not worth it. Any other signs that contributed to feeling unhappy besides comparing yourself to other Um, people not not that I can think of I mean I guess if I was like looking for social interaction like during quarantine through social media like that's not fulfilling in any way and what about now how do you interact with your friends is it more through social media is it in different ways Well, I try to hang out with people more than anything, obviously, because like that's the best. But my closer friends, I FaceTime them because I'm home from college right now. Obviously, I can't see them and seeing the ones that I would like FaceTime during college. So just staying off my phone as much as possible. But I like that. Yeah. I think FaceTime can be so helpful because you are actually getting the oxytocins that happen in your brain when you feel seen, but it's a face-to-face thing that needs to happen. Right. So you definitely can't get that neurotransmitter boost if you're only texting with one another. Right. So one of the things that I thought would be interesting to talk about is how we managed your social media. This is mainly... I mean, it applies to both of you, but Eden, you're, of course, older. What did we do and was it helpful to help you make your own practices and standards now that we don't really monitor your... Well, you guys, like, made me put my phone up at night. So, like, in middle school, Mm -hmm. probably a part of high school. And so getting in the habit of getting off your phone in general is really helpful because it can be super tempting to stay on it before going to bed. I think that was really, and I guess like knowing the people that follow you. Mm, Tell me more about that. Well, you guys just, just had us do that for like safety reasons, I guess. I don't know. Mm, Right. And do you feel like that was important or Uh, was it a big deal? I, I never really had like a problem. So it could be because of that. So Mm. maybe there could have been one if I, but so I guess we'll never really know, but that's true. That's true. But I guess the moral of the story is you never did have a problem just simply because you knew all the people who followed you at least. Do you still 
do that now or do you have yeah, a public it's, account? It's not public, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know everyone who follows me. Okay. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Elisha? I know that you're you're like <laughs> it's provoking envy that Eden had a phone in junior high and I didn't. We do as your parents have reasons for that, given you do a lot more gaming on your computer. There were a lot of other factors that we needed to help you make good decisions about that contributed to the phone decision. But what have we done? Have you found it helpful as you approach your phone? You have had an iPad for several years now, so you've had some device monitoring, I guess. I don't know. I guess uh, once again, going back to accessibility, no, it was kind of like really inconvenient to get on like social media on my iPad and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I never really got into the habit of just looking at it day in, day like day in and day out. Yeah. And so now that I've transitioned into using a phone, that habit kind of still sticks where I'm not using it a ton. I'm kind of just using it if I'm like checking DMs or just posting like a story. And I know that we've talked about you and I, some of the texting or communicating with friends kind of before sleep and trying to determine when you shut that down, what's helpful for sleep, what conversations really impact getting to sleep. What have you learned about some of those things? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like a night thinker. Like I'll think a lot at night, which is <laughs> really bad for my sleep. But I like to think about conversations and just ponder stuff. So, okay. yeah. Well, do you think, you know, for us, we're like, hey, you need to be off your technology about an hour before. I know there was a period where you could text and we weren't as monitoring it up until like 1030. And it seems like you learned a few lessons, maybe because you value sleep that, hey, if I'm talking and texting, it's much harder to get to sleep at night than if I shut that down earlier in the evening. Well, I guess it goes back to inconvenience and just like accessibility. Basically, I didn't really have very many people's numbers of my personal friends, but I did have, you know, I was in a pretty big Discord server with a ton of my online friends. And so most of them were in a farther time zone. So they were like one to mainly two to three hours ahead of me. And Mm. so most of them were asleep. There were a couple that weren't, but (laughs) most for the most part, they were asleep. And so I've kind of gone into a habit, whether that's for good or for bad, to just like read like webcomics before I go to sleep, as in like a transition stage to just wind down. What do you both see as kind of mental health issues related to social media in your peer groups, the people that you're around? Well, I think there used to be a lot more depression happening from my age group, but I think there's been like a huge shift of mental health on social media platforms. But I mean, I still think it's there, but I think like we're moving in the right direction. But I think some people still like try to get the social interaction from social media. And like you said, like it doesn't give you the oxytocin. So 
I think it's still a problem and a lot of people are using a lot of their time on it. And I think also TikTok is so big right now, but I also think it can be a big problem because of how long people spend on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really see it a ton or either I don't see it or I don't notice it a ton in my social groups. But well, actually, that's not true. In my online groups, we had a couple of people who ended up leaving Discord because they were having a lot of mental health issues. They were starting to develop depression. Mm. But it's mainly just addiction, which is the main thing I'll see. Like, they just cannot get off their phones. Like, kind of what you guys were saying, they'll be posting stuff on social media and not getting fulfilled when there's people right there who they can talk to and be fulfilled with. I don't think it's a bad thing to share a story or something every now and then, even if you want to do it a lot, do it a lot. But I think it gets to a point where it's kind of a problem and more of an addiction when you're sacrificing time with others to be on social media. That's a good point. Kind of isolating when you have peers or family around that you could connect with. Well, what would you say to parents who have children who are starting out in social media? And maybe Eden being older, what would you say to parents of teens? Well, I think don't let your kid get social media. (laughs) For a long time. I mean, like, I think it is a way to connect with others in a way. There's a limit to that. But I think I got social media in like sixth or seventh grade. So which was fine. But I would just say, like, make sure that they're not spending your kids aren't spending too much time on their phones. Because it can be kind of a loop of becoming depressed or just feeling really sad and not happy with yourself and then Mm -hmm. like trying to fulfill yourself with social media like posting yourself to look a certain way or yeah all that stuff it's just a cycle because you don't get fulfilled by it so making sure that your kids aren't falling into that is really important and that they're maintaining friendships outside of social media because if they're not then there could be like a problem there but Mm -hmm. also just putting limits yeah to make sure they're not getting addicted because it's it can be pretty easy too so yeah and it sounds like for you yay us that getting your phone out of your room at night was helpful when you didn't have the capacity to make that decision for yourself yeah it was helpful Nice. How about you, Elisha? How do you feel? You probably are maybe one of the only ones in your entire, I should say, eighth grade class who did not have a phone because. (laughs) So what was it like? It really, really sucked not having a phone. I, I don't think I went to a single. Yeah, I don't think I went to a single one of my friend's birthday parties or anything, really. So that really sucked. Now, I don't think that's totally true. I think it is complicated by you also were, you spent some of your junior high years in quarantine and COVID, but I hear you. You didn't get invited 
and didn't do a lot of socializing because you didn't have a phone. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So for you, you're like, hey, ninth grade, way too late. Yeah. Well, having a phone is different than having social media. Yeah. Like he could have still had a phone without social media. Yeah. Yes. But even that's then you true. can get people's numbers and stuff. Yeah, that's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right. So that's a mark against us. Any other insights into what your habits are? I mean, how do you get to sleep? Again, you've had an iPad. We let you keep your iPad in your room. How do you have the self-discipline to do your schoolwork and get to sleep on Um, time? Those type of things. Well, for doing schoolwork, I just, I get home. That's the first thing I do. Sometimes even before I eat, though, I don't know how good that is, especially after like a long day. But I kind of just prioritize getting that done. And then I'll like get on my computer or even just read the most recent messages in the Discord. So it's kind of like delayed gratification. Nice. But yeah. And then for getting to sleep, I kind of just know the importance of sleep and I value it a lot but I mean it's kind of hard when I'm laying awake at like one in the morning and I know that I'm probably not going to be able to fall asleep in another hour but I'm like do I want to get on my iPad and (laughs) risk it be longer but I think it's you have to realize hey boredom isn't so bad just yeah well it's interesting that you say that because Being on social media and not getting sleep is a huge crisis all over the United States. In college, there is a major crisis of people being on their phone at all hours or gaming at all hours. So what would you say to your peers? What helps you develop good lifestyle habits? I think It's important to try to stay off your phone when you're trying to go to sleep and also when you wake up in the morning. Just kind of, yeah, not getting into the habit. And if you're using your phone more than you should during studying, just trying to leave it outside the room somewhere, that's been helpful. How have you avoided sleeping with your phone and like leaving it on so that you can hear people? If someone contacted you or like FOMO, like how do you overcome that? Well, I think it's helpful because if me and my roommate are going to bed at the same time, then I have someone there. And sometimes I turn on airplane mode or do not disturb, but I have a pretty loud fan that I put it next to. So I can't really hear the buzzing anyway. Mm. And yeah, so I put it at the end of my bed and me and my roommate do like a meditation thing Mm. kind of signals like it's time for bed. How did you overcome though the fear of missing out? Well, I mean, it's like, I mean, I've stayed up many times. Like, I don't know if I'm the best example. I don't like go to bed. Well, of course, but I also see you as someone who's not sacrificing her grades or spiraling into anxiety because you have night after night stayed up and you haven't done your work. So I guess I'm curious, like, how did you get to that place that you could make a decision to focus on what kind of isn't that fun versus going out 
for fun or on your phone? Well, like studying with other people, like doing your work together. So you're not missing out because everyone's just doing their work. That sounds like a, a good practice. How about you, Elisha? What would you say to your peers around being trapped on social media or even, I mean, you've been gaming for a long time. You obviously get off. Yeah, I don't really know. I know what you could do is you could just make it harder physically to get back on, make it a whole process. Maybe, I don't know, like unplug your power strip or something and then unplug all the plugs, like make it actually a whole process. So that way your brain has time to think, hey, yeah. But yeah, I've never. That's a good idea. So if you are struggling with kind of ficing sleep or look like you're becoming addictive in a way that's going to impact your mental health, you unplug everything, including the power strip to make it hard for you to get back on so that you can think about if really you want to do it. Well, anything else? Any last minute comments you want to make before we sign off? Well, if we go into another pandemic, using social media is not a bad thing. (laughs) Um, I just want to say that I made a ton of friends, which I'll probably be friends for a while online through, well, I guess Discord. I mean, I was, it was through another thing, but we connected through Discord and yeah. So COVID was a breeze. I actually enjoyed it. And I know a lot of people are like, no, we need, we're missing social interactions, but I feel like I'm just able to be fulfilled just talking or being on a voice call. It sounds like you all talk about things greater than just the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, we're, we'll be in a game and we'll be talking about it, but yeah, we just kind of talk about stuff. That sounds like a very lovely way to use Discord is to make lifelong friends. Well, thank you all for being here. It is always a pleasure to have you along. Please sign up for my newsletter at drkimber.net. That's D-R-K-I-M-B-E-R.net. It's called A Moment of Pause, and it will be inspiring and give you some practical tips. Take care and be well. 